is good, and we celebrate God in this Christmas season uh, through the season of Advent. And we have the Fugate family up here, and they're one of the families that helped start the church uh, as well, and they've been sticking around, and that's good. If you want to know how old we are, we're this old. We're this tall. So that's how tall we are. She was born the first year of the branches, which is crazy. And so it's so good. Uh, one of my memories, too, and I'm, I'm, I'm not supposed to talk as much right at this moment, and so I'm supposed to be fast. And so, but one of the, my memories is that when Chris and I moved moved here uh, uh, almost 11 years ago now, and um, uh, out of faith and all that, we didn't know what we were going to do, to be honest, I still don't know if I know what I'm doing, but like, uh, there were two people, because we moved in snow, snow's a theme for this church, but there were two people that uh, were shoveling our driveway before we even got here, and uh, Joe and Pete were shoveling our driveway so we could move on in, and so uh, pretty amazing. God is good, but I want to introduce the Fugate family as they do our Advent reading for this morning. In days when God's people longed for peace, Isaiah declared, comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 1. We who gather today also seek comfort and peace, yet we are unsatisfied with ideas of peace that tell us to keep quiet and go with the flow. We long for real peace, true peace, just peace. We wait as people who yearn for peace that bears the fruit of community, equity, and flourishing for all. We light these candles as signs of God's shocking hope and just peace. May they be beacons calling us to repent and to live the good news of Jesus Christ as we wait and watch and labor for the day when all people can gather together to worship and glorify God. Amen. There we go. Good video. All right. My name is Alex Hershey, and I'm always up front here because I guess I'm a pastor, and so I get to use a microphone a lot. And so something that is deceiving about their branches is that I get a microphone and I talk, and I'm uh, and, and so you think that I uh, know what I'm doing. But the reality is this, is that this is my wife, Krista. And uh, she is, uh, I always said that I was just the face and she was the brains. And so, but that's anyway. But anyway, but when we moved here uh, to start a church, we weren't sure necessarily what to do. But we have been so blessed to be part of a community uh, that is always focused on Christ and always focused on making sure that we love each other. Uh, that's truly our focus. We don't want anyone to leave this place feeling that their heart hasn't been filled with an encounter with God. And every time we have an encounter with God, it is because we are loved by Jesus. We feel that love. And so that is our hope and that is our desire. And so uh, I figured on the 10th anniversary, you've never spoken on stage before. And so I thought it would be great for her to do this. And with just a loving nice. She said yes. And so we're blessed. She's going to share with us just, just a little bit. And so, and that, yeah. And so it'll be good. Here you go. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I'm, this is not my normal spot for a reason, but I do take comfort in lists. So I made a list for you all. So I'm going to read that from my phone. 
But first of all, I just wanted to echo what Alex was saying. When we moved here, we knew God wanted us to proclaim a church that would be love, loving and kinding, kind to each other and kind to the community and to not be inward focused, but outward focused. Um, and we've, you all have done that. And it's been such a blessing to us. Um, as our family aims to love and support each of you, I want you to please know that our family has felt so much love and support from all of you, and I want to thank you for that. Um, you've been a community that we could never have asked for something better for our family to grow up in, to grow old with, to do life with, and to raise our kids in, and I just thank you all for that. We're not a perfect church. He says it all the time. But we do strive to be God's love to others, and I've seen firsthand a lot of the ways God has worked through you all. Together, we've branched out in love in Hendricks County just by showing up and being part of community events like summer reading parties, trunk or treats, various chamber events, farmers markets, different events at the rec center, and I believe 10 years of a Quaker Day parade, and even the tenderloin eating contest. There are too many to list them all. Hundreds of you have volunteered and cared for and had fun with and shared Jesus with and prayed for over 1,500 kids easily through Mega Kids Camp right here in the rec center. Um, oh, I lost my space. Through one thing every month, you've branched out in love to those without a home, to children who have experienced traumatic and awful events or endured extended stays in the hospital, to people seeking freedom from addiction, and to their parents. You've given supplies to teachers and families, vitamins to women in Cambodia, Christmas presents to kids and families all over Hendricks County for years. And again, there are way too many to tell them all. I've watched you provide meals to hang out with and even spend the night with families that had nowhere else and nowhere left to go. I've walked with you to hand out pizzas in Plainfield and Avon and socks in downtown Indianapolis to those who could use kindness. And just this fall, watched you pack bags of useful items for the homeless. You travel into the hills of Kentucky every spring to scrape and to clean and build and paint, and you bring hope to the people in poverty that live there. You put on a 5K once, remember that, to bring awareness to the horrific dangers of drug addiction. You took food to people who needed help during the pandemic. You've brought smiles through parties and desperately needed everyday supplies to children and their parents who are victims of domestic violence. You support people all over the, all over the world through the important work of the missionaries as they branch out in love to people where they're at. You've been Jesus to a lot of people in a lot of places over the years. You are living out our mission to connect and grow and love. I cannot wait to see where God leads us in the next decade and beyond, and I know it will be good because God is so faithful. Love you all. Thank you, Krista. Awesome. You can give her applause. Yes, please do. Uh, it, is, it is so fun to be able to reflect, and it is also uh, very emotional, too, as we remember uh, those things that we have done, and, but 
but we remember what we are called to do, which is simply to continue to be the love of Jesus to those around. And I just want to say a simple thank you as well to some of those who are here, especially here in the rec center. Uh, we are so blessed that we've been able to be present in this place. And I don't know if I see, but I, I, I just want to thank uh, the rec center for uh, coming and being here. I want to thank Nate Thorne for that first sit down with him as he was running the rec center. And he looked at me and I thought he was going to say no, but he said yes. And I was so thankful for that because at that point we had been a church that was homeless for six months. And he said yes. And this became our home and our hub to be, a, to be the light and love of Jesus in this community. And so thank you, rec center. I just ran into a rec center employee from a long time ago, a few weeks or just, no, a few days ago. And it was awesome. Uh, just so cool. The rec center has been such a blessing to, to us as the branches. I want to thank right now uh, the town of Plainfield. Uh, Bill Kirkhoff's here, town councilman. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for all that you do for uh, for us in, in the town of Plainfield. Uh, it is it is so good for that. Um, and then also, just I want to thank, uh, to be honest, uh, we love Plainfield, but we love Henry's County. And we also have a town councilman, Robert Pope, who's here as well from Avon. And so thank you for letting us get get down in Avon too. And so it's really good. But also I just want to thank, we've, we've always been part of the chambers, the business community here. And I know I see Brad back there, the Plainfield Chamber uh, Commerce Director. Uh, just thank you, Brad. You're such a good friend. And so thank you for having breakfast with me and telling me where I should be so many times. And uh, also gentle reminders of where I should be as well. The list goes on and on of who to thank uh, from the nonprofits in Hendricks County that let a church went, at one point had nobody uh, and they said, yeah, come and help us. And we threw parties and we've done all these different things to then the, 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 um, the service clubs uh, from Kiwanis and beyond that allows for us to be connected. But I look out and I see so many, so many friends in so many areas of life and it's so, so great to be part of this community. We truly believe that a church needs to be in the community. We are not just called just to be here. We're to be in the community and to be the love of grace of Jesus everywhere we go. And then I want to thank um, I want to thank branches, some branches people. Um, I want to thank our board. Just wave your hand if you're on the board. That's it, great. Uh, uh, it has been it has been a wild three years of navigating what it means to be a church. We all know this in life. It's been a wild last year as well. And so thank you guys for putting the time, putting the work, and making the right choices for this church as we move forward. It's very good. Also, just want to because one of our board members. It's their birthday today. Frank, happy birthday. And, you know, way to steal the thunder of the church, Frank. Anyway, but uh, so anyway, but thank you so much for that. And then I, I want to thank our staff. Our staff has just been this collection of people. A lot of them have been volunteers and they've worked themselves into a job because they're just so doggone good. I see three of them standing right back there right now. And uh, you guys are so fun to work with and you're so fun to get excited about the mission of this church. And they care so much much about you. They want us to just know Jesus and grow in Christ, know your kids, and, and, and let them know Jesus. And so they're so good. So thank you guys for putting in the hard work and dealing with me so many times where I feel I'm, there's, I'm bald for a reason because I love to be stressed out. And so, like, thank you so much for that. And then I want to thank all of our amazing volunteers. You guys are so incredible. You guys do so much stuff. It's so awesome. The volunteers of the church, it takes 40 to 50 people to set this up every Sunday. And we make it 
work every week, and it is all about you. You say, well, how does this church go for another 10 years? Volunteers. And I'll tell you what, and I'm just saying this, if you want to be around the best people in this world, be part of the branches. The best people in the world. They will love you, and they will know where your heart is, and they will ask you how you're doing. No matter if you're the pastor or if you've been here for just a week or two, they will love you. They will love you. It is unbelievable. So thank you, volunteers, so much uh, for that. And then I just want to simply say this, and I, I'm going to get to a message here. Oh, and I'm, this isn't normal week, but this is a normal for a church to last 10 years. And so um, if you were part of the launch team, uh, would you just, I, th- I think you need to stand up. I think you need to stand up. I, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> I know, and some of you have driven far to be here today. There's not a lot. And um, um, uh, thanks for that initial, like, this is a crazy idea, but saying we should do it. And I hope you look around and you see, see your work. It means something. And uh, uh, God is good. And um, my tears are tears of what our mission is. And it's not just to be like, hey, Jesus is good. No, our mission is Jesus transforms our lives. Jesus transforms us. When we step into a relationship with Jesus, he loves us right where we are. But then this beautiful thing begins to happen. Where we begin to get shaped and molded into who he has called us to be. That is why we're here. That is my heart. That is my passion. That is the hope of this church. Is that when we experience Jesus, we see God's faithfulness. But he also is saying, you're not going to stay and remain the same. You're going to be moved in, changed into what God is calling you to become. And so it's so exciting to watch that. It's so exciting to watch that in all of you. And what the next 10 years, next 20 years, next forever will be. It is about the transformation power of our Savior, Jesus. Would you pray with me? Oh, holy God, you are good and your love endures forever. And we are so thankful for you. You are the one who moves in our lives. You are the one who transforms us. You are the one that when we are in our lowest point, you come down and you pick us up. You are the one who allows for us to become your humble servants so that we can serve you and this community. And that you are the one that your grace that always goes before allows for us to step into a life that is filled with faith. And this is what we hope for and this is what we desire. So right now, let us just be still and let us just hear your words. Let us hear how you chose to come and be with us. How you chose to come and show off your faithfulness through your son, Jesus. We're so grateful and we are so thankful. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Can you just turn to someone really quick and just say, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Can you do that? Be a little loud. That's good. Sweet. Well, the first eight Sundays of the branches, it snowed. This is no joke. The first eight Sundays, it snowed every day. It was awesome. It may have been God saying, hey, maybe just quit. 
and I was like, no. Anyway, but the first day Sundays, it snowed. We got to know the, the Plainfield snow crew really well. It was really good. And there were some Sundays where we probably should have canceled, but we didn't. We just kept going, fearless leader, putting everybody at risk. But we kept meeting no matter what. So when I looked at the weather this week, and it was like 50 degrees, 40 degrees, 50 degrees, Sunday, 37. I was like, Sounds right. Sounds right. Sounds just about right. But it's so good in that, all of that, those, those, that beginning, uh, beginning part of our, our journey was one where we began to see that God was going to walk with us through every part of it, to walk faithfully with us, to allow for us to be able to move into what he is calling and mo- uh, asking us to become. And uh, it's, it's really, really, really been fun. Now, the branches has many different funny stories, many different great stories. Uh, there was one Sunday where the main gate was stuck, and so the staff figured out how we could, like, walk through a back door, and we ended up where we were supposed to be, so that was fun. Uh, There was one time where I really wanted camels. We had a camel one year, and it was a hit. And then the next year, I was really excited for the camel again. And then the camel handler, he fell and hurt his back. And so we're like, oh, no camel this year. That's okay. And then, but next year, we're going to have a camel. And then to find out, and this is sad. I'm not trying to make light of this. But then, like, a few days before the camel, the camel died. And I was like, what? I promised so, because I was, I was, I was like, I can't follow through. The camel died. And I was like, no way. This is crazy. And so I'm on the phone with our person that we're, my camel guy, you know, everybody's got a camel guy. And like, and so I'm like talking to him. And while I'm talking to the camel guy, they're explaining to me how to bury a camel. So I know how to bury a camel. And so like, as they're crying, I'm like, yeah, it's okay. And I'm like, we lost a camel. And they're like, and it was a, and then, but they replaced the camel with a guy dressed up in an Olaf costume. So it's pretty much the same thing. It's pretty much the same thing. And so, but there's a story after story of what has happened in the life of this church. And it's just, it's just really fun to reflect on that. Uh, the past 10 years have been uh, so much fun, so filled with joy. But also these past 10 years have been filled with looking around and seeing God's faithfulness. Seeing how we have come and, and in our trials and our tribulations, in our highs and our lows, that we see that God doesn't abandon us that God stays faithful to us. It has been good to hear stories and and be reminded of stories of how when people walk through the doors, they were angry at God or they didn't believe in God. And it always amazes my heart when I hear them say some of the things that have happened in their life where I would be so like, and then they say, but I know God still is there. I don't know why this happened, but God remains And I see these glimmers of faith turn into a deeper relationship with Jesus. That it's now, when they first came, it was a moment of saying, I'm desperate and I need something, to now it is, all I have is Jesus. Because God is faithful. And I don't know where you are in your life. Maybe maybe you found yourself thinking that I have to be the only person in my life that I can depend on. I have to create a world to my own because everything else is going down in a bad way. And so I need to trust myself. But I want you to hear this right now. That God came into this world through his son Jesus so that we don't have to live that way. That we have to live in a way where we put our complete dependence upon God. And he transforms us. He changes us. God is with us. 
when we started this church, um, when we start when we started this church, um, my sister and brother-in-law lived in Cambodia. And if you don't know where Cambodia is on a globe, just put like Indiana and then literally on the other side of the world. And so uh, it was great. They were helping women out of human trafficking and help prevention of all that as well. Amazing. And so when they chose to move back to Indiana after their, their five years, after they served five years over there doing incredible, amazing things, they came back and it was, it was awesome. But while they were there, like all we had was like Skype. Remember, take that Zoom anyway, but it was before, and we would Skype them, you know, and like, and then technology improved as the years went along, and we'd FaceTime them as I was driving around, but that's how we could see them, which was good. They were still present in our life, even though they were on the other side of the world, right? It was good, right? They're still good. But when they moved and then chose to live two minutes from us, the great experiment, you know, of having family live close, it has been wonderful, right? It's been absolutely amazing. Because I'll tell you, like having them with us is really cool, right? God was always present before Jesus came in. He was always present. He was always around. But then Jesus came and he became with the people, right? And you might be living sort of in the Old Testament ways where, yeah, I know there's a God. I'm sure there's a God. I just have to be good and everything will be fine. But then Jesus came and now God is with us. He's not even two minutes away. He is in your life. He wants to be in your life because God is faithful. God is with us because he is faithful. You don't have to put him over there. You don't have to think that he's something else. But he is right with us. He is with you. You just have to let him in. And as God is with us, we get to experience the life transformation that he does for us. And he wants that deeply for you. But unfortunately, right, sin, shame, the past, mistakes, our stubbornness towards God, this is what I want, gets in the way. I think I know enough about you, God. My Sunday school teacher taught me this, and now I'm just going to not. No, I've been hurt by the church. I've been hurt by others. I can't be present every day. This is what God is saying to you. There is a place for you. I'm not on the other side of the world. I'm not over here. I'm with you. I'm with you. This is the faithfulness of God. God wants this faithfulness for you in your life. But so often, we can let things get in the way. For me, it is fear. For me, it is fear. I struggle with it. And I'm I'm like, why did I start a church? I struggle with fear. This might not work. Oh, I struggle with it. And thank goodness, right? Thank goodness in, in my life, I know that I need to have those moments where fear is happening and I need to push that off and just focus on Jesus. Uh, our, our scripture for today is Isaiah 41.10, and it simply says this, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is with us. God wants to strengthen your life. He is not going to abandon you. Uh, there were many times over the years, especially uh, through, through li- the life of the church, where I'm like, what is going to happen next? Ah! And then Krista would listen to me, freak out, and then she would just remind me of God's faithfulness. 
of God's goodness. And then I'd talk to people or in this church, and they would remind me of God's faithfulness and God's goodness. Do not let fear in the hustle and bustle of the season, in the hustle and bustle of life, in the busyness of it all, control you. Don't give in to that fear that is so easy to get wrapped up in the busyness, but give in to the freedom of Jesus. Faith in God. That's what we're about. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. All who believe in him, all who believe in him will walk with him and to know him all of our days on earth and in heaven. To put our faith in Christ, that is what we're called to do. To put our trust in the Lord, that is what he wants from us. He desires that for you. And in this day, in this moment right now, this is what we all need to be craving for. More of God and less of us. Uh, the world would say that I believe in something when I see it, right? We hear that, I believe it when I see it, right? But I believe as we begin to look at our lives in the future, we will believe until we see it until we see it. I don't know what trial or tribulation that you're going through right now, but don't believe it when you see it. Believe it until you see it. God is good. God wants you to put your trust and faith into his hands, to be molded and shaped into something that you could never imagine to be more than what any guidance counselor or any employer or boss has ever said to you, Jesus has something even more beautiful for you, better designed for you, so that you will be made into something amazing. Would you pray with me? Dear God, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your faithfulness of choosing to be with us, to watch over us and to lead us through all things. And so, Lord, we just pray right now that we open ourselves up to you to encounter you, to place our faith and our trust in you, for you are good. You are so good, and your love endures forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Here in the life of the branches, we are, have communion that is open to all who believe and confess that Jesus is Lord. As the band comes forward, I'll give you just communion instructions. Uh, how we do communion here is that we come forward, we take uh, a cup that has bread and juice in it, and then we just we go back and we sing the rest of the song, and then I pop back up here and we take communion. I just pop up. That's right. And so, and then we take it and we take it and we do this. We do it in remembrance. It says throughout the scriptures that we are to remember. We remember what Jesus is all about. Jesus came into this world so that he could take our sins, take them from us so that we can be made new and we can be made alive. And so that is why we take it, to take the, take the, the old out and put the new in, to allow for love to fill us up so that we can have that faith the faith that God desires for us to have. So I'll pray over this, and then we'll come forward. Dear God, thank you so much for laying your life down through us for us so that we could be made new. I pray right now that you bless this bread and this juice. Let it represent to us your body that was broken for us and your blood that was spilled for us. 
I pray that as we remember, we remember that you take our sin and you take our shame and that you make us new, that you desire to transform us. And so, Lord, if there's anything that we're just hanging on to right now, I ask right now that we just confess it, confess it over to you. Jesus, we love you so much. In your name we pray. Amen.